The golden rule says you should treat others the way you want to be treated. But an unfortunate truth is that idea doesn't account for the driving power of wanting to prove someone wrong or get even. Media moguls Vince McMahon and Ted Turner turned the 90s cable airwaves into an open war zone of professional wrestling with millions of fans. The global superpowers of the 20th century even threw down to be the first to send a man to the moon just as a flex. There are stories where people crash and burn in perceived mutual hatred, too. Like naturalist Charles Waterton humiliating himself trying to bring down American birding icon James Audubon. But that's the beauty of beef. It's funny, it's dark, it's humanity in a nutshell. And it's a triple gold signal award-winning show from Next Chapter Podcasts. I'm Bridget Todd. Join me as I serve up the juiciest rivalries you've never heard of. Listen to Beef wherever you get your podcasts. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. What it do? What it do, Clisters? <laughs> yes. No. Why? Do you know why I'm doing that? Do you, you know why I'm saying that? Why? Have I not told you this? Because one of these gentlemen that I am, as young people say, talking to. You know, I prefer the phrase liaise. But uh, these with the guy I'm talking to, whenever we talk, he comes into my apartment. <sighs> The baseball cap is at like a 45 degree angle. He comes in the door and he goes, what it do? What it do, daddy? I swear to God. I swear to God. Dominic, are you serious? I'm not. I'm, I'm not making this up at all. He is a born and raised Bronx, New Yorker and has the thickest Bronx accent and comes in my house and says, what it do? What it do, daddy? I'm telling you, it is. It's the hottest Dominic, moment of my I've week. Been, I've been shocked into silence. <laughs> Are you kidding me? And the no, fact I'm... that I have spent so much time with you recently in person and you have not brought this up to me one time off of this Are microphone. Are you serious? I've... Yes. Oh, he's changed my whole life. I don't I don't like any sort of 
age reference at all when I'm talking to people. And I have met this person. He insists on calling me daddy. And it is, I mean, my pants are off quicker than if there were lead weights I'm, in my pocket. I'm, I'm going to go throw it's, myself it's off of a bridge. <laughs> what what on earth? I thought what you were doing knew? an impression of Ludacris or Lil John from the Super no. Bowl. Like, oh, I was no, like, no, I'm, you're not doing that. Like, what? And now to know that this I'm, is what it is, is even worse. I'm so, doing an impression of a, a paramour of one of my, oh, brother. one of my associates. Yeah, it's pretty, oh, uh, it's God. pretty insane. I, but I have to say he, I... Yeah, you know, I'm going to leave it there, actually. I, I did have do. a second part of this, Please but we'll save it for it a future there. broadcast. Yeah, my, wow, okay. I'll show you pictures of this gentleman. He, he's, he does not look like what you think, I will tell you that. Okay. And I'm going to leave okay. that cliffhanger for next week. Because what okay. could Dominic <laughs> mean? What could he look like? He doesn't look like someone who'd walk in there and say, what it do, daddy? It, he does this not look poor like person. That. This poor person. Okay, uh, moving right along. I'm just thrilled that he's saying daddy instead of mommy. That's like the miracle. I mean, you know what I mean? <laughs> yes. Because I am I know not. exactly what you mean, Tommy. <laughs> as Liza Minnelli as I am in life, I, I, I do act like an actual man when, the, when it's called for. And we'll leave that at that so my mother doesn't <laughs> steer off the expressway and into a... <laughs> to light herself on fire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, um, big week, big week, because we're about to re we're going to recap a sporting event here, people, a sporting event. Buckle up. <laughs> OK, now, first and foremost, I will tell you. Watching this, we wa I watched the whole game. I watched the whole Super Bowl. And Same. When I tell you that I at my Super Bowl party was the person that knew the most about football, and I impressed myself by knowing so much about football and how it works. Butch Queen, first time in drag. Like I am proud of you, Christopher. Truly was proud. like, obviously they're not gonna go for the two-point conversion. Like, obviously, blah, blah, blah. And like no one else knew what I was talking about. I also watched the game from beginning to end. I still don't know what you're talking about. And I stared at the TV the entire time. I, I mean, did you see Travis Kelsey's quote? I'm using the word speech the most, like so loosely that I want the letters to fall apart and not they're make done. a real word. They're, they're done. They're we done. saw her get done with him on live television. Yeah. She knows it. We know we it. We know it. He knows it. He knows it. Everyone, I bet he is playing that Viva Las Vegas thing back over and over on his phone and thinking, I just got broken up with Time's Woman of the Year. I've just blown my entire life by doing that. And like punching himself in the face for it. Just, well, he should. He's never, he's not going to get over it. You could tell at, afterwards their interaction was so... When she's like, you were unbelievable. The, the, I've never seen something like this in my entire life. Girl, yes, you have. You're Taylor Swift. Like you've seen this. Yeah, is you nothing. look in a mirror every day at your own performance and you see something way better than whatever he P.S. Like not to get into the sports of it all, but he was terrible in the game. Like he mm -hmm. didn't do anything. Like he screamed at his coach. Star. Very disrespectful to that man. Yeah, I don't like Very that. Didn't like that. Didn't like that. 
Meanwhile, they probably do that every fucking time. And we were like, we're like, oh, did. <gasps> yeah, that's probably yeah. how they say hi to each other. And we're like, stop it. Yeah. Um, Anything to be but, an asshole. But he, no, like, but she was know, like, he's not this star player that like, like he didn't do shit at the Super Bowl. Like he didn't do anything. It was all the other players, but no. yeah, that speech was, that was rough. And some Even, real hotties, if we have to say, you know, I'd like, oh, yeah. I'd like to introduce a regular feature on this podcast where I, um, I think I do it already, but we should have like a song and a title for it where I um, objectify one straight man officially on this podcast every week just to get them back for all okay. the objectifying they've done over the years. And I don't know his first name, which uh, is, I don't know, probably because I, I'm a whore. I have no idea. But this guy was the kicker for the 49ers and his last name is moody he was really the player of the day because every time this guy got up there he did what he was paid to do and then he took his helmet off and it wasn't he wasn't what i was expecting and i thought to myself yes from head to toe yes he was my favorite of the day looks wise which is why i'm watching football essentially okay who i was looking at was at the coin toss in the beginning Mm-hmm. Number 54 on the 49ers, the San Francisco 49er side. Mm-hmm. Fred Warner. Okay. Ding dong. Ding <laughs> dong. Look at that. Oh yeah. Like, he's giving hello. He's giving he's giving Momoa to me. I was he's like, who is this? Momoa. Who is this Tyson Beckford type that I'm mm-hmm. seeing on my screen? Like he was hotter than hot. They made Travis Kelsey look like a hick with a little thistle coming out of his mouth and a straw hat. <laughs> like for real. <laughs> Yee-haw, have... bitch. Yeah, yeehaw. Hey, y'all. Like for real. But look, I still I, I love me some uh Patrick Mahomes. I still think he's a tasty treat as well. Sure. Um I did think that Travis Kelsey was attractive, I guess, until the Super Bowl. And I I just no longer do. No, the Viva, Las, the Viva Las Vegas has ruined it for everyone. For its American it lost society. me. And that whoever interviewed him at the end and goaded him into singing, you got to fight for your right. It was, it was almost like that guy was like, let's put a final nail in your relationship with Taylor Swift and sing this piece of shit too. Go for it. Go sing it all. Go to karaoke, Travis. Their kiss at the end, like where that's the picture that's on Instagram all day today. Like, can so we be done now? Like you got what you wanted. Like I'm so over them. I'm so I'm so done. Like so I don't care. She she and you know what? They're gonna the Swifties are gonna come for me. But she finally isn't the girl in the band. Like that. What's that song that she has or her music video? She's like the band nerd. You belong with me, right? No, there, that's the are, point. People no, are sending bombs point. to my house. People yeah. are sending bombs to my house. <laughs> I bet they like, won't. But I bet like, they won't. I bet like, Swifties agree with you. I bet they're done. Finally, like I'm the cheerleader and I'm with the football player. Like that was what that was. And then she realized what it is to be with the football player and be embarrassed every day because he's a buffoon. And that mm-hmm. is rough. Yeah. And I'm not going to like her outfit was bad and her hair looked really bad. I think like, that she showed like up there like nest. a normal woman. No, I think yes. it, I think her choices I'm like, were intentional. This is a billionaire. This is a billionaire. Like she doesn't I don't need to though. She doesn't. That, that's the thing. It's like she doesn't even need to play the part. She's already the most powerful woman in the world. Yeah, it doesn't she matter. doesn't even. However, you're right. You're right. If you're gonna dress down, you gotta make sure you're not standing next to the winner of the evening, who for me was. 
Blake Lively. Do not stand no, next Domine. to Blake Lively when Blake Lively looks like that. If you're going to tell me that Blake Lively wasn't the most gorgeous person in that arena, I am she, going to change this podcast name to Fixing Chris DeRosa, and I'm going to fix you today. She I, is beautiful. Stop it. She is she is beautiful. It was a hair. It was giving the outfit was giving like one hair away from being a racist Halloween costume. <laughs> Blake Lively. Yes. It was like the gold I chain. With on the, what like, planet? It was like a CMT versus BET party that like I, I would have went to in college. I cannot. That's what I it was giving. She cannot. is beautiful though. Okay. We're moving off. I don't care about that hair. I mean, the moment we saw the two of them together, I was like, Taylor, 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 do not stand next to Blake Lively. Stand next to Ice Spice or that other friend of yours with that severe. Yeah, whoever that person Tina was. Belcher yeah. Bob. Yeah. What was that? Good I don't know. Good <laughs> Now, in life, um, we don't talk about I, physical appearances, but on this podcast, yes, it's all we talk about. I'm very sorry, but she can't stop. I have to say, though, the whole day, because this was probably the first time in, I can't even remember the last time I watched the Super Bowl, the pregame, the postgame, like I sat there and watched all of it. And it really is, in a billion ways, the most American Oh, yeah. day of the year like super bowl sunday looks at july 4th and says how dare you how dare you show yeah. up here in the summer with fireworks pretending like you are the harbinger of all that is united states of america you do not even come close you are a barbecue with electric and and, and gun-powered lights that's all you are i am super bowl sunday I am a gladiator event organized by white people where everyone in every other marginalized group spends the 11 hours of this broadcast screaming for attention, whether it's the Black National Anthem, whether it's Jesus running ads during the Super Bowl, I, whether what, it yeah. is fucking Scientology. What are you talking about here? Where shall I? All all of these things, like it's a whole day of people. And then in the middle of it, it somehow turns into something that is gayer than pride with the Wicked trailer and Beyonce dropping new music <laughs> in the yeah, middle yeah. of all of this. Yeah, what, yeah. what Did we take that over? Is it official now? Is Super Bowl Sunday now a pride event? Like what is going on? And is, Usher performed. So, you know, gay representation. <laughs> when he took his shirt off, I, I really did think to myself, this was an event initially that was made for straight men, period. How yeah. did we get here two minutes after the Wicked trailer? This guy is impregnating all of the viewers and removing his shirt and shaking his hips. It was insane. The, the whole yeah. the whole thing was it, it's such a smorgasbord of people screaming for attention that it is America. It re we should have really off the is, Monday after. We should. Because it really is the biggest, like the most viewed thing all year. And so every single eye is glued to the TV, whether you're whoever you are, and mm -hmm. they all are clamoring for that. That's what all social media is. That's what every influencer is. That's what every, everything that we do now is just for views. So like that, what we do this podcast, so people will download and listen to it. Like mm -hmm. it's, it's what runs our entire society now. So the fact that there, we know, yeah, yeah, it's we just know funny. that this is the biggest version of that. It's like every, we're every, you really are right. 
everyone is fighting for like some semblance of screen time during this broadcast more than ever. Yeah. But what I will say is that I was very underwhelmed with the Super Bowl ads. Like, I don't feel that the Super Bowl ads, there were a few, yes, that were still like Super Bowl ads, but like Mm -hmm. on the whole, most of the ads I'd already seen, they came out last week. They were like, like the one with Christopher Walken where everyone does a Christopher Walken impression to his face, which I think is so fucking funny. Like saw it last week. Like that wasn't new. And the few... The judge be like, saying would have heard me if it was if I had seen it that night. Yeah, it was, but yes, I'd already seen but it. But we had right. Yes, the like even the not really, but like the Arnold Schwarzenegger being State Farm, like being Jake from State Farm, like it was stupid. But like it would have been a like oh, but I already knew weeks ago that that was what it was going to be. I remember like being younger and like the Super Bowl ads would come out and it was like, that was the biggest thing. And it was like this big, right. huge, like, which was the best ad and who liked the ads best and blah, blah. It's not even a part of the discourse anymore about like what, like if we did this podcast 10 years ago, we would have went through and it, we would not even have talked about the game at all. We would have talked about every of one of the ads and right. made fun of them. I had two favorite ads. The second one you and I are going to have a fist fight about in a moment, yes. but the I one know. before that uh, the Michael Sarah ad, I, I saw it I, I laughed my way through. I hadn't seen it. That's why I, I saw it. It, so it was, it's hilarious, but I saw it's it hilarious. I, I thought it was so hilarious from start. Yes. To, I did not buy the product, but I'll remember it. You know, no, forever. it was very funny, but I had seen it already. Now, one thing you, you know obviously hadn't seen was one that almost caused a full meltdown on our group text, yeah. which was the Dunkin' Donuts ad featuring one uh jennifer lopez every fucking loser alive that i fucking hate yeah benjamin affleck matthew damon and Thomas brady um (laughs) i obviously i reacted reflexively when i saw ben affleck and i was just i was like absolutely not and i might have said it out loud but when he walked in the room oh my god i'm only making this connection now didn't he walk in the room with jennifer lopez who's like what's up bronx i mean that's the guy i'm hooking up with what it do bronx you saw yourself in the ad that's why you loved it so much (laughs) because i saw myself as jennifer lopez (laughs) and my gentleman caller as benjamin affleck um why did you hate it so much you will find out soon enough on an episode where we fix Ben Affleck and JLo, but everything he does irks me to my absolute core. And I just think mm. he's like, so not talented and like such a loser and mm. like everyone loves him for absolutely no reason. And he's like a terrible person. <laughs> I just mm. don't like him at all. And it wasn't even like funny where if it was like Jason Bateman doing this or like, there are so many different people that could have been like, oh yeah, like what up? But like him doing it, I'm almost like, I think you're kind of serious and you like would talk like this and you're a loser. I don't know. I really don't like him. And it was just so many celebrities in one commercial and it was just so dumb. I, as someone who hates a lot of people, some of them with the passion of a thousand sons, 
Uh, I think it, that's the heat of a thousand suns, actually. But my sons are passionate. I won't even try to argue with you. Like when you when you don't like someone, there's very little, especially us. There's very little of anything anyone can say to change your mind. So yeah. I'm not. I want to be clear. I'm not trying to change your mind. I reacted viscerally when I saw him as well. But when I realized what it was, I I don't know why. I don't. I'm not now a Ben Affleck fan. But to me, this was a douchebag acknowledging that he was a douchebag and then appearing in a commercial with a bunch of people that everyone thinks are douchebags. And I sort of had respect for it. I think yeah, I liked it because no, like, you like, want sure. Jennifer Lopez, you want Jennifer Lopez in real life to feel about Ben Affleck, the way she felt about him in that in commercial, commercial. <laughs> because that's how we feel about him. So yes. I was okay with them making fun of themselves. And I, I also, uh, I know that he's, this is, you know, I'm not going to lie about having a crush on some very problematic uh, no, people, hot. but you know what? Some problematic no, people have a crush on me too. I'm going to just say that out loud and I won't name names. However, I love Matt Damon. I can't like, I don't know why, but ever since Goodwill Hunting, he delivered one funny line in that whole thing. And I fell on the floor. I was like, all right. Oh my God. If we don't start doing video on this podcast, because the face you're making should be put on a coin for the, a nation the, called Hatistan. Sure, it was funny. It was the easiest joke possible. And all the, this is half of why I can't stand them is that like they don't actually have to do anything. And we think that they're like the funniest people alive. Shall we talk about the halftime show itself? I was underwhelmed it, in in the hours that have passed since then. I just I was just basically underwhelmed. Usher's very talented. He's the, he's beautiful. Yes. He's been around a long. Yes. He's a veteran. Yes. He knows what he's doing. Yes. He is yes. this generation's, and I mean list list them. He's also this generation's Usher. You know Usher. He, so and did he sound great? Yes. Sure. Did he? Was he dancing? No, I think he sounded exactly sure. like the songs. Like he had sure. his his singing was good. She sure. danced well. It was, this is my problem. Did I think he did a bad job? No. Did he do way too many songs where he's just doing like one line of a song to say that he performed it at the Super Bowl rather than like a verse and then one chorus of a song? Yes. Sure. Like, should he have sang one line from Confessions and then Burn? No, I would rather him just sing the first verse and then the first chorus of Burn. And never touch confess. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, I think back less songs and like songs with intention versus mm -hmm. he, I always felt like he was running to the next mark to like get to his next spot that he needed to get to. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't using the performance to get him there. Lady Gaga, like I went back today and watched a bunch of the other ones. Mm -hmm. Like that we liked, like every move that Lady Gaga made around the stage, it made sense for where she was going next and why. Right. And like, whereas he would like disappear to like go put on roller skates, which again would be fun if then I got a whole song where he's singing and doing choreography in roller skates with right. other backup dancers also in roller skates. Like that is, mm -hmm. in my opinion, incredible. Like that's blow me away, but it was like where I can roller skate. So I'm roller skating around the stage for a second and then I'm going to take them off and then I'm going to perform the biggest song of the two thousands. I think you'll agree to that, that accepting that gig, many people turn down doing the halftime. It's too show hard. It is utterly thankless. Like there's, yeah. 
you know, with obviously everyone has their favorites, but for every favorite we have, someone hated that. There are people that didn't like Prince. There are people that didn't like Beyonce or Madonna or Gaga. Uh, do I yeah. think that those people should be put in jail? I do. But <laughs> I, 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 they can disagree the way that we disagreed about Usher. He has a Vegas residency. I don't know if it's freshly done or if he's in the middle of it. A lot of what he did in this halftime show is directly from that. And I felt like it looked like it. And I don't mean that in a, yeah. in a yes, bad I way. I, you know what yes. I mean? It felt like it was for a bit of a smaller it was, venue, it, not for the Super and it Bowl. it was too much like Michigas. Like at the beginning when it was like all that like weird, like almost like a Mardi Gras, like not Mardi Gras, but like almost like a, like a New Orleansy jazz. Like there was mm-hmm. like the women with the feathers and then there was like a dancer and the guy like l- got launched over thing. There was all it these was like a lot. performers. Was a lot. And I was like, just sing. Like, I don't need to see any right. of this. I need you, the performer that I'm here to see, sing a really good song and do a really good job and dance. He's one of the best dancers we have. P.S. Sure. I know we like forget about this. Like when Michael Jackson died, like People, he started to be he like, I am like he, like many look to him to be like, you will carry on the legacy of Michael Jackson's like dancing because right. you like look up to him and like idol. Like the reason he had the one white glove on in the Super Bowl performance is fr- for Michael Jackson. I, you know, I didn't notice that or even no, know like, about it until you just told me. I didn't he wears one white glove or one black glove in a lot of his concerts, like as an ode to being like, I am the like next Michael Jackson. Not in a weird, that sounds gross, but right. like, in a, this is, you know what I mean? Like, I am like the predecessor. Like an homage, yeah, for yeah, sure. Like an homage yeah. to him. There was a lot of that. The like, when he's going to sing that song, I forget what song it was, but then like when he had the microphone that was then the stand that was like spinning around, like I didn't need to see that. Like that wasn't that right. cool. Sing more. You right. know, it it went from being like, oh, what weird stuff can we do? And let's do all this stuff. It's like, no, just like perform your songs. That's what we want to see you do. Also, was it on the group chat or maybe I saw online the spinning mic kept reminding people about Drake's dick, which is not what I wanted to think about during <laughs> no, the Super Bowl. No. no. You, I, I thought it was you who said that, that to me. No, I don't that's, think that's so. what people thought. And like we all love him. Like I love us. I, I love all of his songs. Yeah. When they started, when he started it with Caught Up, I was like, I forgot about this song and I know mm-hmm. every single word to it. And mm-hmm. I was like, it, it started off well. And mm-hmm. it, but speaking of well, Alicia Keys, should we call her Alicia off key? Because wowie wee wow, was she, she sharp she and flat, as you would say. Like, it's that hard. was bad. I mean, it, it's it's an audience of a billion people and you all, you're performing outside. And even though you could have the best audio in the world, when you're performing out there, you're screaming. You don't, if you're going to sing yeah. live, you're going to fucking scream. And she just, she missed the first one. I don't, you know, she's so accomplished to me, but when she got up and she was in that outfit, I was like, I don't even care yeah. what you're saying. I thought she At looked- the piano, she I sounded she great, but then when she sang My Boo with him, she didn't hit one right now. Like, not yeah. one. Like, I could have sang it better, and I don't, I can't sing like her. But I, and I love her so much, it's so sad, but she, it was bad. Um, the absolute highlight of this whole circus was her. Like far and away when her came out, I was like, I, I, I was like, damn, like everyone in the room yeah. I was with started clapping because they were like, shit, this is getting real. And she just, I wish she'd stayed out there the whole time. Like she, it was like Prince walking out there and just nailing it. And uh, yeah. she was great. She looked great. She sounded great. And again, like she came out, which was 
which was great, but it was like so that he could go like put on roller skates. Do you know what I mean? I like, think he was just giving herpes to some of the dancers during those breaks. Yeah. I don't even think it's changed. <laughs> up until Rihanna went up in the air on that one, like on the top level of the Super Smash Brothers, right. like when right. she was on. Up and we were all in a panic because she was yeah, pregnant. We were, on, we were like, yes. don't go up there. Until she was up at the very top in that it's singing diamonds. Like that camera was right on her. Like that mm-hmm. camera was in the thing with her. It was two steps in front of her face and it was with her the whole time. They yeah. shot this whole thing. The camera coverage was terrible. One. And two, they shot the whole thing like way far back at the like out of bounds line and like zooming in on his face instead of like being right there in the crowd, like looking up at him performing. You know who was covered well? When her walked out, I know I'm going to, but it, she- It was she the was only part that was covered show. well. She was lit yeah. well. She was shot from above yes. when she went down. Like yes. it was choreographed and well. Yes. I understand what you're saying. Like it was though his part just wasn't polished enough. I felt like but, such an asshole afterwards because Leslie Jones went on Twitter and she was like, this is the greatest halftime show ever. And Twitter, for the most part, loved it. And I thought, am I just- Am I just old and an asshole? And I, I know I'm both of those things, but is that informing my opinion too much? Because I feel like I can look at anyone and judge them on their own merits. I, I think I just looked at it as the, the bar for that performance is really high because it's like the American. No, day but if of you go and watch and I watched I watched Lady Gaga's one this morning, like in preparation to talk about it, like Usher's here. Mm-hmm. And it's night it's I mean, it's head and shoulders above what he did. Like, and if you look at Beyonce's, like when, when like Destiny Child came out with her, it's like one of the best performances of anything ever in the entire world. Like truly. Yeah. Like the bar is high. Speaking of Beyonce. He did a good job. Sure. He did. Yeah. He didn't do a bad job. That's the thing. But it's like, this is like, it's a tough gig. I don't know that I would take it. And I love Better than any. I mean, you know, you'd think I would stand there and just read from the phone book. Better than many people that have done it, I will say. I did enjoy it. I had fun. I was singing along. I was bopping around. I had a great time. Speaking of Beyonce Knowles Carter, I am proud. Uh, I watched the Super Bowl with six people. We were all staring at the television. We all looked at this Beyonce breaking the internet commercial which i hadn't seen well i don't think anyone's seen it. i thought it was super no, it was, clever yep tony hale recreating his role as the body man from veep absolute ins- inspiration hilarious i feel like i was the only one paying attention in the room when they just cut to the spaceship moving away and they, she, she said well they've been good let's give them the new music and we all just sat there and i sat up and said did anyone just hear that as though a nuclear bomb had gone off yeah it doesn't matter the internet is so quick <laughs> that I said I waited one human second. And then I said, did you all just hear that? Because I think she just announced new music and everyone said, I don't know. Should we rewind? Blah, blah, blah. And in that maybe 12 seconds of discussion, I went to Twitter and billions, if not trillions of people had also, I wasn't the only person who heard it, just the only person in the room. I was proud to be the person that went to Twitter to confirm for everyone in the room and people were losing their minds. The entire planet revolves around Beyonce Knowles and Taylor Swift, period. That was 2023. I'm so exhausted from it. I'm exhausted from it. Well, I'm, you better I'm like, do a bump I'm happy, because 2024. I'm happy that it's, I know. 
it's gonna I'm happy it's happening but like it's it's i i, I it's too much like it's, i can't do this again i can't do this again i like honey it's, too it's, much. it's already here i mean she last week taylor gets up there and says april 19th beyonce says i can name that tune in one note bitch march 29th is when mine comes out so here we are gonna be in one year again it's going to be Taylor versus Beyonce for album of the year. Will Taylor win an oh, unprecedented God. fifth? Will Beyonce even go after Jay-Z said what he said? Blather, blather. Here's what I have to say. I thought that the tour was act two of Renaissance. I didn't nope. know. She nope. she pulls fast ones like no other yeah. celebrity living. I don't know what the structure of her NDA system is at Beyonce Inc., but there are dozens of people that know when this music is going to drop and they don't fucking tell anybody that (laughs) that is the loyalty that any deity would want to them. This is insane. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Two things. One, to quote Lanethia Leakes, move in silence. And Beyonce does that. Two, remember the, remember when <laughs> I don't, I don't. On behalf of all Beyonce fans, in all caps, how dare you? The insinuation that Nene Leakes is influencing the moves of Beyonce Knowles Carter. Quote, also, okay, remember whenever um, Maya Rudolph pretended to be Beyonce doing hot ones? On <laughs> way, yes, yes. <laughs> And she was, and the, she was like, Todd, shut it down. And then she walked away and the guy comes at me and goes, okay, this never happened. And he's like, and he's like, you are going to destroy all the cars. We are burning the set. And he's like, and then he's like, and if you walk out of this set without signing an NDA, you will be shot. Like that is truly <laughs> like you will be executed if you think that you're going to like get out of here without signing away your life. Oh to like God. secrecy. And I respect it. She is truly, in my opinion, one of the only people that still is able to do what she does. And maybe Taylor is now a part of this, that she's like still able to be this famous without doing any interviews, anything. And like, just truly doing everything on her own terms. And no, we're, we're gone from what I think is her greatest album, uh, was Renaissance. And I, I, I mean, I, I don't know that I've listened to any album in my life from beginning to end as many times as I listened to Renaissance, which I guess will now be known as just act one. Um, but I, and still I no say, visuals, like no visuals to speak of. They're and she's coming, just like, Dominic. I said, no, and they're never coming. And it's still a masterpiece regardless. And maybe she'll do it again. What about the hints she's dropping? She fucking showed up to the Grammys dressed as Yosemite Sam. And we were like, oh, Beyonce. (laughs) And then a week later, she's like, well, guess what, bitch? That was an announcement. Yeah. Breathless. She makes me breathless. For real. Yeah. Okay. I mean, enough of this. We're blabbing. I mean, it's Valentine's Day. It is Valentine's Day. Oh, my gosh. I totally forgot. So we have things to do. You have, you clearly have people to see that I don't know about that I know about now. Um, And I wish we're wishing everyone a great Valentine's day. And for Valentine's day, we are going to bring you an episode about a very, very powerful and dynamic and out of their fucking minds. Couple. We think you will have heard of them. Yeah. Maybe you've heard of them. 
And now let's get to them and our guest. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. You know him from the hit pop culture slash reality TV podcast, So Bad It's Good. It's Ryan Bailey. Thank you for being here. This is a big one, Dominic. Hit. So, so you're, you're going to- With capital H. Are, are, are you going to fix me today? Is it? Did I misunderstand the, uh, the concept? I think quite the opposite. I think quite the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be taking your notes at the end of this, basically. <laughs> that, all this to say, we are begging to just live fix someone to their face. So- I mean, when, by the way, that's not a bad idea. That's a great Patreon level is we'll fix you together and live. try to get your life back on track. Yeah. yeah. Right to your face. Yeah. You just would have to find a celebrity that would actually humble themselves to. Oh, Dominic, I don't even mean that. I mean, normal people. I mean, let's screw the celebrities. Let's get civilians? to normal people, Ooh. civilians and fix their Ryan, lives. Ryan, we're in the lab yeah. cooking. Don't we, you worry. We actually <laughs> are in the lab cooking that up. <laughs> But we'd love um, to do us a live celebrity, though, too. I mean, how low... God, could you imagine? How low would you have to sink to come on this, the 17th most popular uh, pod, pop culture podcast hosted by two white gay men that you would have to sink to come on this podcast? <laughs> Listen, everybody's live. doing that Special Forces TV show. I think they'll do this. Oh, that's You're true. Right. <laughs> we should really be talking about that, Chris. I know. We Oh, don't worry. We will be. I have a few in the hopper about that are coming on that we're on that show. So we're, don't you worry. Ryan, t- for the t- two people that listen to this podcast that don't listen to your podcast, tell them what it's about. You know, it's just about, I mean, overall, it's a, I, I say it's like about all the pop culture we love to hate, but that's like a little disingenuous. It's, it's that we basically love these things. And I always just encourage people to lean into what you love is that I grew up in Kansas and the only, I wasn't into sports. I was into pop culture. I was into getting that Us Weekly. I was into like pre-internet of just going through every picture and the magic of Hollywood. And, you know, that then uh, grew into a, an obsession with reality TV and they all kind of like have that thin connective tissue though you know i was the kid in kansas that would get a copy of variety magazine instead of some like sports illustrated like i was the weird kid that would focus on like box office statistics overseas rather than like you know yards and passes and all of those things totally a deep love so it's a mix of everything it's pop culture but it's like reality shows are at its core of like we'll do full line by line recaps like their theater we will do a pop culture roundup i mean you know the the exciting thing is to talk to guests and kind of see where their 
their gift is. I mean, like you mm-hmm. guys, hopefully you'll come on at some point. And it's just trying to find that thing that we all have this commonality on. And you know, like the listeners out there, they're brilliant. I mean, everybody grew up loving something so dearly. And I think it's just that appreciation and highlighting how many exciting moments there are in pop culture. And even to this day, and kind of graphing the changes in terms of how we approach media now, like you guys were talking about award shows last week, or whenever this comes out, is that you want people to appreciate TV. Like the Emmys were Mm -hmm. great. Mm -hmm. Now we have to sell the Emmys because it, it it took another huge, massive ratings dump. And it's like, how do we get people to appreciate these things that are appreciating the things? Like, how do we get people excited? And, and not for nothing. Did you see one article written being like the Emmys were great? No, if it was good, if it's good, then it's just silence. If if it's bad, then everyone's writing about it. If the Emmys are actually successful in the sense that they delivered a good show, it's like the rating sucked. I get, yeah, but success is not measured like that. It's just, it's only, it's really, it's, it's it, with us. It's measured like that. Cause we thoroughly yes. enjoyed it, but all anyone actually cares about who would employ us is how many people Watched, watched it. it but people missed yeah. out i thought it was good there were some great concepts oh. in there that they should have every single they should do reunions every year of old shows oh, it was why not make it, it a part excellent. of it yeah it was i wonderful. mean it, it really made you appreciate all of the tv that's come before uh get you excited about new television shows the only bad thing that i thought was so dumb was that how do you have this on the heels of the the golden globes the critics choice they like why put it in the same like i know it's usually not in january right, right. but i'm like how did you not get a calendar together and say are we are we pushing award show too much in this two week period right yeah, I have to yeah. say it's almost embarrassing having you here because your voice—you have such a—you have such a great, <laughs> powerful voice. And Chris and I sound like Joe Pesci's grandmother's having a you know fist what? fight, basically. Yeah. <laughs> no, your voices are great too. I was actually—I—I I, I was listening to two hours of you guys today. I love your voices. Like that's the cool thing is that you fall in love with voices. Like I was just listening to David Sedaris audio book because mm. I love David Sedaris, mm-hmm. and I used to just read his books, but then you miss out on something because. His voice is so beautiful and so like inviting and funny in itself. I mean, that's the great thing about podcasting. Yeah. Someone based on that criteria, if you haven't yet listened to Barbara Streisand's 48 hour and 14 minute opus, I'm nearing, (laughs) I'm nearing the end and I'm, it's so much a part of my life at this point because I listen to it in like 12 or 20 minute bursts on the train that I don't know what I'm going to do when it's over. Whenever it's I, over. I, I, <laughs> I, don't, I might get a job at a Starbucks in Malibu just so I could hear her come through every day and order a drink and feel like that's my fix. I wonder yeah, what she I mean- orders at Starbucks. I mean, that's that you have a parasocial relationship now with Barbara Streisand because of this audiobook. All this to say, Ryan, we are huge fans and we are honored that you are joining us this week to take on a behemoth mm-hmm. in the form of Brangelina. Now, this is a conscious choice from Chris DeRosa to deal with these people better. I don't disagree, but they are broken up. And I guess we're doing them together because we feel like they each have their own problems. But Dominic, they're inextricably linked and will be for the rest of their lives. Listeners, that entire setup was just so Chris could say the phrase inextricably linked, by the way. <laughs> Absolutely. I don't even was. know. He doesn't even know if he means that. He just <laughs> just, just for the, the listeners, phrase. just so you know, that was Chris saying that. So now you know the difference in their voice. Chris <laughs> yeah. said inextricably. <laughs> 
But truly, though, if you saw a headline that said Brad Pitt and Jennifer Aniston were getting back together, the first thing that everyone would do would be like, what is the like, where is Angelina Jolie? Like, you know, they are they are attached at the hip through 900 children, whether you liked it or not. And I think that no matter what we serve them as an entity and whether we both I think Dominic it's dealer's choice if I pitch if we pitch like a fix for them together separate whatever <laughs> it is but they have to be discussed in the same episode well before I love we- that the overall fix is is potentially just getting back together if you guys get back together because I believe they are each other's thorn in each other's sides yeah like I believe they yeah. are their biggest issues are each other this is like a version of like the biggest version of John and Kate plus eight that you can get <laughs> oh it is sort of like John and Kate plus eight meets Elizabeth Taylor and Richard Burton it's yes. like we yes. know they hate each other can they just get back together plus there's also kids yeah. Well, and also the mystery of whatever really truly happened on that private jet. On that plane. You know, we, we, it's, mm. it's alluded to so many times, but it's that mystery and the covering up, even though we, you know, hear so many stories out there about the kids not getting along with Brad, but it's always pushed down. And Angelina, you know, sometimes I don't know if she's Princess Diana or if she's somebody that wants to do action movies or if the action mm-hmm. movies are just a paycheck so she can do more charity work, but she's able to still be petty with Brad Pitt, you you know, selling the winery out from underneath him. Yeah. There's so many interesting little ins and outs about them mm-hmm. post marriage. And you know, again- the, what Angelina Jolie is actually Princess Diana and Camilla Parker Bowles smashed together. Yeah. That's who she is with yes, a dash Dominic. of Megan Markle, if I may, just sprinkle yeah, you her may. With some new century freshness. Yeah, absolutely. You absolutely may. She's all but those Brad things. Pitt, Brad Pitt is our last, tr- I believe he is truly one of our last movie stars that we right. will ever see in terms of movie stars. I mean, I, he just, by the way, I just saw him the other day, 60 years old. It looks like he got like a new face, but it's still the same beautiful Brad. He got like a refresh yeah he, he was at this event internet, with his brown he leather lit the jacket on fire beautiful yeah he lit the internet on fire when people were saying he looked like a wax figure of himself that's how good he looked <laughs> but, but but still like a really like one of the good wax figures not one of the yes. ones like they did this at madame absolutely he yeah he is yeah. he is one of the he he truly is one of the if not the last remaining actual movie star i totally agree he is a person who enters a room and it's just i don't know i don't know how else to say it i'm trash so i'm just gonna say it everyone's wet it doesn't matter what gender you are (laughs) yeah it doesn't matter what your orientation is brad pitt walks in a room and you think i want that on me in me all over me And then Angelina Jolie, one of the most beautiful, hottest women out there. But at the same time, she's kind of expanded past like what we initially thought of her 20 years ago of as hot. Now she's like, like I keep saying, there's a regal. They're like, she's Mm -hmm. regal. She carries herself in this way. They dust her off to do promotion for Anna DuVernay's origin for an Oscar. Like they dust her (laughs) off with these kind of things of like, we'll get Angelina out there. So it's really interesting how they've managed to keep going with their careers in different ways because Angelina Angelina Jolie started off as the wild child, as yeah. the Billy Bob Thornton, as yep. the all of these kind of things. Making out the with kissing her brother. Making out with her brother. Oh Ryan, I the only reason I want to do that Chris is so is we obsessed. can discuss this. Chris is obsessed I, with that. But I don't get people forget. I think people don't know this. I so I think we got to go all the way back. Okay. Well before we do that, we can't oh, uh, you're right. we can't you're right. forget about 
our favorite part of the hour, which is to have our guest and Chris DeRosa guess the middle names of the people we're trying to fix. If you already know the middle names, it's okay. You can just admit it and then we'll think of something else to do. <laughs> but we'll take them <laughs> one at a time. Uh, let's start with Brad Pitt. Chris and or Ryan, what do you think Brad Pitt's middle name is? Okay, it would is his first name Bradley? <laughs> I'm afraid I can't answer that question because the answer is no. His first name is not Bradley. It's not? No. Fuck. I think that I, the the name Jeremy came to me, and so I'm going with Jeremy. But if it was Bradley Jeremy, we knew that wasn't going to be his name, but Jeremy. Okay. I'm going to go with William as his middle name. Well... Ryan is the winner, but with a half point. It was William? Because his first name is William and his middle name is Bradley. What? It's William <laughs> Bradley Pitt. Oh my God, that was like Ryan, a question. Ryan, that is very impressive. Ryan, you're the closest I anyone s- has ever been. Oh, you, with a half only- point, you are in the lead for okay, all 5,000 episodes. Reason, <laughs> the only reason I guess that is because my dad's name is Bill or William and he... We'll always jokingly talk about his, you know, quote unquote, hick roots. And Brad always jokes about his hick roots. And that's right. why I went with William. That's great. No, William Bradley Pitt. So wow. it was a bit of a trick question, but we didn't want to change. The the uh, board at Fixing Famous People decided we didn't want to change the language for this <laughs> particular. And wow. finally, what is Angelina Jolie's middle name? I wish you could see these two handsome men staring to the sky, looking for divine intervention with guesses on this, listeners. It is really quite something. I'm going to go with Ava. 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 Ava for me. Ava. Shirley. Shirley. (laughs) Bessie. Bessie. If it was Shirley, not only would she be a farm animal, but I would also give you $1,000. This is also sort of another trick question God because Angelina Jolie's middle name is Jolie. Because no, her name not. is Angelina. Oh. She was born Angelina Jolie Voigt. And then she was Angelina Jolie Pitt. But Jolie was always her middle oh, name. It was yeah. not her last name. Wow. I'm forgetting that she's a Nepo baby. Yeah. Yeah. That's another interesting thing. In fact, John Voight had a run-in with Brad Pitt a couple weeks ago at that same event that I was telling you he had the refat, refresh wax figure face. Yeah. So a run-in like an argument or a discussion? No, no. I guess they were at the same art opening. Got it. And they said he was in the same room. I don't know if anything happened, but that's another weird thing to think about celebrities having to deal with ex-in-laws like the rest of us normies have (laughs) to deal with. Because for Angelina's first baby... Maddox, wasn't that supposed to be, I, I believe it was, the intent was that Billy Bob Thornton was going to be the father of the first baby she adopted, right? I think he was aware of it, yeah. I mean, mm. in, in my, because that was right after, uh, how far after Gone in 60 Seconds was that? I just remember, and by the way, just even, uh, does Angelina Jolie still have that vial of blood that they both wore on each other's Never forget. Never forget. Okay, so wait, we have to explain because people are going to like have their hair blown back by this. Angelina Jolie, like the humanitarian, like world saving 
entity slash like woman who put her leg out in her dress at the Oscars that <laughs> lit the internet on fire. Remember that before she was like the, the absolute like institution that she is today. She is on red carpets doing movies for HBO where she's putting her nipples through the chain link fence. It's true. She's doing girl interrupted. She's like basically having sex with Billy Bob Thornton on the red carpet. She's making out with her brother that looks exactly like her. Please. What is this style of speaking? What is this? It's like a typewriter. (laughs) I am trying to collect my thoughts as I speak. I need to emphasize that she was making out with her brother that looks like her twin in front of cameras on purpose. I mean, I guess it's occurring to me that there might be a generation of people who don't actually know that Angelina Jolie used to literally be the character that she played in Girl Interrupted. She was a fucking nut job. From Molly Gary Shannon on SNL had uh, Molly Shannon on SNL had a recurring character. I believe it was Molly Shannon as uh, Angelina Jolie. Like they even had her making out with her brother. Like she would go on weekend updates. Like that was even <laughs> a recurring character pre Brad Pitt. So this was something in the public consciousness of that crazy Angelina Jolie because she won for Girl Interrupted. Yeah, and then she brought her brother to these award shows not just one but a couple we had them remember when they dove into the pool on top of a hotel after the, yes. one of the awards yes they dove yeah. into that they made out and she was kind of you know i think i don't know how serious or how jokey that was but they leaned into it they were like a bad boy like a bad girl and a bad boy couple they and definitely the loved the but, but related yeah they love yeah. the attention at the t- at the time. They definitely loved the attention, particularly her. That is my memory. Like they weren't they they just they loved to shock people with their relationship. When these two got together, it it was truly Hollywood royalty, unlike oh. what we had seen in maybe and decades. Even, you know even what I they mean? can't replicate it now. Like right. they can't. Like apart, a they are nothing compared to what they were at the time. They were the top of. They were a list plus like they were a plus like beyond no one was more famous than them but it's also because the ecosystem doesn't even exist in the same way so even if there was a couple we'll never be able to reach those kind of heights and i love that you said richard burton and elizabeth taylor because you know that was you know that kind of relationship that people just had their eyes on but it was at this really interesting time where you know you had the us weeklies you had like the entertainment tonight's you had e and all that stuff but you didn't have internet coverage and also on the heels of the Jennifer Aniston wedding. So they were already filming Mr. And Mrs. Smith together. And I remember this at the time being all of these rumors you would hear uh, as Meredith Marks, the boomers you would hear about this couple, the boomers, but they would, they were like, Oh, is something going on with Angelina and Brad? But Brad was still married to Jennifer. And then that, you know, it was very interesting. So whatever was going on, they took a minute after a wrap. And I will always remember that weekend trip to like, was it Mexico that Jennifer Aniston and Brad Pitt went on? It was their last weekend as a couple. And you have that uh, famous paparazzi photograph of them hugging on the beach. Um, and it was kind of like that, that last weekend where whatever happened, happened. And then Brad went full tilt Angelina mm. and then it exploded. Yeah, I wonder what that's what's said crazy to too is Jennifer Aniston is a humongous star from Friends. Like she's on the top of the world, 
And then Brad is in an episode of Friends that like every single person that loved the show like was freaking out about. And yeah. like they were like a humongous, they were the that, it yeah. couple. That's why he's he's the he's the last remaining movie star because you're yeah. not even supposed to give a shit about, you know, like the actors they swap spouses all the time. But at this level, like Brad and Jen were already sort of like the, the Liz and Dick of the moment. Yeah. Like it doesn't get bigger than this. He's the biggest male movie star. She's the biggest female television star when we were still differentiating back then between TV and film, as far as like yeah, which, levels yeah. of success, which we don't do as much anymore. But Jennifer Aniston was, and still, and I'm a huge fan, but when he then gets with Angelina Jolie, this is, this is a coronation. I mean, the fact that they're not together anymore is just, a waste. It's just a pop culture waste. Uh, my pitch won't be for them to get back together because obviously I, I that's I don't think that's in the the no. cards. But this split, it's they're the celebrity couple that all celebrity couples will ever be based on. Like when well, Kim also, and Kanye get together, it's just sort of like, oh yeah, we can do that too. It's like, yeah, but you're like the trash version of Brangelina. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, Brad Pitt isn't out there buying titanium teeth, you know? Like, True, uh, true. He's got better taste. <laughs> I mean, the, the other thing was, what was so interesting is that it kind of also bucked that trend of what we all thought was going to happen because we thought Angelina, wild child, coming out of a Jennifer Aniston marriage, no way this is going to fully work out. And then we started having a brood of children we started like doing really like you know uh angelina was doing the charity work so intensely and beautifully you know they were buying property together france new orleans all of these different properties they started at the plan b uh you know the production company that brad pitt run and, and jennifer Aniston Mir- was i love their rosé still miraval i know they're not actually yeah, involved yeah. but still love it every summer I, I thought oh shit like this really must be this must be a forever couple because they are planting so many roots so quickly mm-hmm. and it really must, you know, it almost made me believe like, Oh wow, this must be like just two souls connecting on such a deep level that Brad had no choice, but to leave Jennifer and Angela and, and this is it. So I was, I was, I truly was shocked because they I kept adding kids. They, had they even waited. Kids. If memory serves, they were together for years before getting married right and then finally after well, already having waiting. a ton of kids they got married yeah, their kids wanted them to get married i think no they were waiting until gay marriage was legalized oh. to get married right again, charlize she did a, that as well right and then ended up not marrying the person <laughs> so wait so it's the, evil, it's the evil gays fault that they got married <laughs> yeah, it is we're the evil <laughs> yeah it's the evil gays mm-hmm. um no but they were gonna wait until like that's the thing is that she went from being this hum- like the biggest movie star in the whole world it to being like change.org like she was like every i remember her doing like a documentary about the elephants in africa like she did a you know even like amongst all the movies that she did she would just randomly be like this is my cause now and for like two years all she would talk about is whatever cause it was and she flipped the script she turned her she married him and it was just you almost wonder like she was a bad girl up until she met him and you almost wonder if she if she did this on purpose because maybe she thought America would not accept that version of her taking Brad Pitt away from Jennifer Aniston. I have often thought that her, the mellowing of her personality was somewhat intentional because the world, she looked like the villain. She looked like she broke up America's sweetheart. You know what? 
it's that thing. It's that thing when you're like really a nepo baby and you've like come from money where you like are either Paris Hilton running out at 15 years old to go to the club, which is what she was doing with her brother with Billy Bob Thornton's blood in a vial. Right. Um, like P.S. Like Machine Gun Kelly, like could never. Yeah, like, I know. They, yeah, yeah, Megan Fox. Good luck with your ban- your banyon tree or whatever. Yeah, your whatever the fuck that shit is. Yeah, like yeah. go fuck yourself. Like you could. Like that's where you stole that from. That's um, hilarious. But she went from being that to then being <laughs> that like very learned. Like I'm so le- I'm so bookish. Like I'm so yeah. not right. bookish, but like l- I'm so eloquent and like I know I'm so educated and I'm like crusading because it was I don't have to have a real job because I'm rich you know it was almost like she stole America's heartthrob and then made an effort to seem like she'd earned it that that's I mean correct that's very massage but I think we kind of we kind of bought into that too though I think we bought into that I yes I mean it was like wow I guess I guess we got it wrong and that's interesting to come from this but then you're like well that's the beauty of youth right is that we are figuring out who we are but also I think the other thing that helps well the, the thing that helped them at the time I think is also one of the things that hurts them now was that this relationship the beginning of it is still so shrouded in mystery. Like they never really did a full sit down or have to do a full sit down. No, they of, never did. Rad, still what don't was know. with that, Jennifer? Yeah, exactly. So that mystery was so alluring in a way, but you're like, well, I guess we just buy into it. But nowadays that shit doesn't fly and people need to do these full, honest, you know, people feel like they own you, have this weird parasocial relationship. So there's always these little mysteries. And like I talked about at the beginning, whatever happened on that jet, these little mysteries that you get pieces of information, but we still don't know. We right. still don't know how this relationship truly started. And we don't really truly that those moments of Brad Pitt drunk in a jet and what happened with the kids, what their relationship truly was like, because we were presented a bill of goods that was movie stars that were happy, healthy, having kids, doing successful movies and buying properties. Right. Even in the beginning of their relationship, even in the years since every couple of years, Jennifer Aniston will give like another little nugget about what that time was like. Even her account of that time is very murky because I either because she's embarrassed or because maybe she truly doesn't know or doesn't believe the version that she was told. But she's had ample opportunity to say that hug in Mexico was not him saying to me, our marriage is over because I've met someone else. Like she's had a lot of opportunity to do it and has not. But as far as the big, to me, it's never been a mystery. The beginning of their relationship, they're incredibly hot people behaving the way that (laughs) I want hot people to behave. Because if I'm that hot, (laughs) I'm fucking anyone I want forever. I'm going to start with other hot people first. And that's it. Like you put those two in a room, you're almost disappointed if they don't have sex. But I waste the Lord's time this way. Take it out. (laughs) Dominic. This, and this is the other thing is like, the two of them get together. Are they pre Benifer or is Benifer first? Benifer one. Ooh. Because like is, is Brandon? I think I think, I think they're post Benifer. I think they're post Benifer. Like which couple pioneers the putting the name together thing? Because it's it, they're if they're not the first, they're the second. Okay, Benifer had a widely publicized eighteen month romance from two thousand two to two thousand four. That was only eighteen months of our lives. Well, I is mean, that what you're like saying decades. to me? 
I believe it, it felt like off. 10 years from the soul of Jennifer Lopez. Don't even <laughs> Ryan. It's I mean, I can't even can't even go there. We can't even go there. Um, oh, they were post Benifer because Brangelina started in 2005, went from 2005 to 2016. So basically, Benifer crawled so Brangelina could yes. run. Didn't we have a Gwyneth Paltrow Brad Pitt nickname? Gwit, I believe, if I'm not Jake Pitlow. Yeah, Pitlow. That actually Wait, sounds Pitlow's... like their relationship yeah. as well. Pitlow's really good. I'm writing Pitlow down. Yeah. Pitlow might have to go in the glossary. Yeah. <laughs> so, Ryan, I, I obviously you've given it some thought because you've referenced it a couple of times here. What If you had to guess, what happened on the jet? What's your best guess for what happened there, given, given the little nuggets we get from half-assed interviews? I've talked about this. Like I, I've been doing this for like four years. I talked about this on one of my first episodes is like, I want to do one act plays of famous celebrity encounters that we don't fully know everything. Like the Brad Pitt, uh, no, sorry. The Jay-Z Dominic's no Dominic's face, the <laughs> shit eating grin on Dominic's face. When you said one act plays about celebrity encounters, I'm, like, I'm surprised we are conscious. I mean, cause like, I mean like, listen, the Jay-Z Solange Beyonce elevator ride could be a he great go on tape for but, you right now. Just so, write it. But like, yeah, the jet plane will always like, we, we know certain things from the court documents. We know Brad Pitt was very drunk. We do know that potentially there was a, a hit or a slap of some sort. The oh kids God, were involved. Angel all about was involved, but we don't fully know, but it was so bad, but it also leads to believe whatever happened on there. That wasn't the first time it was led to believe that Brad Pitt at that point, we didn't know was a bit of a drunk. And then right. he actually now is sober and has been sober for quite some time. And whatever happened, it was kind of this first like, whoa, Brad Pitt actually has real world problems. Like I was shocked to hear that he was a drunk because I always think of as a drunk of like, they're not going to look good on a red carpet forever. And Brad Pitt always did. And Angelina did it well. They all seemed like a unit. They were all, all the kids would go to the premieres. So whatever happened on that private jet, like there was also rumors that, you know, the, 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 the staff, the service of the jet, you know, they had been paid off or, you know, the FBI was involved at some point or Angelina Jolie wanted the FBI involved. There was all of these accusations and rumors throwing around, but it's still so cloudy and murky for me. And I don't know if that's just PR being able to cover their tracks, like the best in the business of fixers. But I think obviously it was something so bad that within a moment, it it was that final straw that a lot of us in relationships that aren't working, you'll have that moment of clarity that something so bad happens where it, um, uh, what was the word you used? Ir- 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 uh, irretrievable. What it was the word? Inextricably linked. Oh, well, I don't think that might work, but I would just like that. It just breaks it forever that it is like no coming right. back from. So I do believe there was a hit of some sort. And I do believe this was not the first time Brad Pitt had aggressive behavior around his family. Mm. They seem scared. Yeah. And I, I know there are, this story comes up 
every once in a while, you know, different versions of it when people hear a new nugget. But most recently, I think it was on the most recent Father's Day, one of the kids posted on Instagram, happy Father's Day to my father, who's a complete asshole. I'm paraphrasing, but but you know what's funny about that? That was, was that like, was from a couple you. Father's Day ago, but they redid it. They they pushed it out as a story this this year, but that was from a couple oh, of years ago. I thought it was yeah. from this past year, and it was from uh, his his private Instagram account. Uh, was it Maddox? It was from a, a private Instagram account. They're so all the screenshotted it. Yeah. What are the? It was uh, Archimedes. It was from Archimedes. Yeah. <laughs> they're like they're all one thing. Is one of them named Shiloh? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. In Shiloh's Shiloh, the one it's, it's that a biologically is their biological child, together, right? Yes. Yeah, they have two well, biological bi- children. Right. But they have like eight kids, right? Something like that. Between Last six and eight. Are they still yeah. having kids together? Have they is that was that one of the I businesses they keep I going? Yeah. I remember nah. when Beyonce I remember when Beyonce had Blue Ivy, the SNL did like a thing that was like all the celebrities coming over to like wish Beyonce like <laughs> happiness and like the what two of the people played like brad and angelina and angelina's line was like hey sweet cheeks like i just had to come over and see i my my mothering instincts told me that a new baby was in the world and i had to come see it and it was like truly the funniest thing in the whole fucking world but like that really was what we thought of her was like this crazy woman who just wanted to have 900 kids and like truly just adopt every child from a country that was outside of the united states that was in turmoil well, I mean, uh, completely. And I, I, I have to like give I, it's really weird in my head because even after all of this information or the mystery, I still I still love Brad Pitt. I think he's an amazing actor. I still <laughs> what I think, you know, is so interesting that they've been able to keep it so cloudy is that you still love this man. I mean, he won best actor for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I mean, that was where we had that Golden Glow moment of him and Jennifer Aniston holding hands briefly mm. in the, you know, that everybody freaked out about. Yes. And it was like all was oh. forgiven. It was like, oh, my God, Angelina Jolie was the one that ruined this relationship. So it's interesting that Angelina Jolie has had to fight the you know her youth her whole life so no matter how much charity work she's done no matter all this she will still have to always kind of fight this rebellious youth that potentially broke up the marriage because brad pitt didn't take a you know he did he didn't play a part in that who could who could resist themselves around angelina jolie but it's Mm -hmm. interesting like that's the thing is that i always kind of sometimes wonder when is the house of cards going to fall for brad pitt because Angelina Jolie will will like nail her to the cross still, but Brad Pitt has escaped real big public persecution. Uh, I mean, and, you know, TikTok. I mean, I think they they go at him on TikTok a lot, but you know, for sure. the most part. I, yeah. I, I hate to be cynical, but until they change genders, it's just going to be Angelina's fault in the media. That's just yeah. that's that's yeah, the yeah, story really. that that's the story that pop culture has chosen is that she stole somebody away she stole away a hot guy from uh america's sweetheart and and no one's going to be mad at the dude they're only going to be mad at the villainous and then she decides to be maleficent and if that wasn't just a fuck you to the entire planet she has my respect for even taking the role because just like anytime (laughs) she's going to be a villain it's almost like are we getting a peek into you admitting it i just felt like her taking that part and he was just like Fuck you. If you want to think this is who I am in real life, go for it. 
But that's the other thing is that we, I also, and this is like something wrong with me, I judge Angelina Jolie's movie roles she takes. I'm like, I like Brad Pitt. Like he's trying to strive to be a great actor. Every movie, there's a specific reason. And with Angelina Jolie, I always feel like they're money movies, like The Eternals or uh, Maleficent, like, and all their sequels. Cause they're doing mm-hmm. a third one of those. And I feel really? like, damn, you're just in it for the paycheck. Like, and that's, by the way, I know that's not true, but you know, for me, that's sometimes how I've judged it in the past of Brad Pitt. Here's this artist, you know, and also Brad Pitt, you know, the, now the story's like, you know, he's sculpting, you know, he has an art studio. Well, he's, well, he's you know, so deep into art. Yeah. No, but yes. meanwhile, she's like, I need to do one movie so I can pay all of my kids bills and like save all the elephants. Like, like, but like, how wait, she is Brad to take Pitt. any job she can because no. she's raising eight children and their father is well, sculpting. Does Brad Pitt, like, what what is... That's the other question. Everything's secretive. I don't know the custody agreement. I don't know how much he no. pays a month in child support. Does he pay for the other? Like, does he pay for the first one that he wasn't fully around for in the very mm. beginning? Like, those are the questions. But, like, I feel like those kids don't seem to want to be photographed with him ever in public. Warner, I remember, like, before the private plane and all that stuff. If we saw Angelina with Billy Bob, we would not have nearly the same reaction as we did with Jennifer Aniston and Brad Pitt. Like they were, you know, these America's sweethearts kind of things. It's like, you know, and it also harkens back to those relationships that we all have as normies, you know, like my, one of my dad, he would always listen to this Dan Fogelberg song, uh, same old, uh, Lang Syne, where it's like, this takes place on like new year's Eve, where he goes to a grocery store and he bumps into one of his exes and they sit in a car and talk about the years. And I think there's this aspect of us that still want to believe in wow they love each other still they're sitting around talking about the good times and not focusing on the bad and with right. angelina jolie we think about the bad times yeah you know? because she was she was painted as a as a villain to us if people saw billy bob thornton and angelina jolie in public together they would think what people think when they see me and chris in public together which is why is this scraggly old person around <laughs> Such beauty, <laughs> the beauty that is Christopher. <laughs> Are they father daughter? What's happening? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Something's not right here. Yeah, <laughs> this, this is like <laughs> I'm really torn with if I think they should be like if I should pitch them together or separately. I, I mean, this is a decision. Well, they, but this Angelina Jolie, even since, but since then. It doesn't seem like she has any real investment on rehabbing her image because even no, when she's she tried care. to make when she's tried to make big moves like dating the weekend for a second, remember when she was going out to dinner with the weekend? <laughs> no. Oh, don't, don't you remember that? I remember that. No, oh, look I don't up the weekend that. Angelina Jolie. Look at like in fact that like uh, the weekend, like there's supposedly like a lyric in one of his songs referencing Angelina Jolie, but they Ooh. met up for a bunch of like Giorgio Baldi dinners, and it was always and like will they won't they? And it never really came to fruition. But go look it up. There's like a string of yeah, it meetups. Was fake. <laughs> it was for press. That's why. Like, what do you but mean? even then, like she's Brian. not been able to kind of she stayed away from the big overall PR moves. And it's kind of confused us in a lot of ways because she still goes knee deep in the charity. But whatever Brad Pitt did, she is still, I feel, out to get him and make him pay. Mm. But how rooted in misogyny is all this, too? Like, this is no, a hundred percent. I mean, that's exactly what Dominic said earlier. It's like, yeah, Brad Pitt's going to skate out of this scot free, although we know that there was like domestic violence. So, 
regardless, like he's always going to be the hottest person in the world. And she's always going to be a homewrecker. Pretty what? much. Unless, yeah. unless, unless they listen to my pitch. <laughs> ah, are we, we're at that moment. Yeah, I think we are right. Anything else? Any other things that we need to talk about with them? Uh, if Brad or Angelina are listening, I'm so sorry for anything that I said that might have upset you today. I'm very sorry. They oh, are. That's very nice so of you. you and if you are upset with anything, please attribute it us to Chris and I because we thrive on negative publicity. You yeah. can even make <laughs> shit up. We'll be fine with it. Do your worst. That would be a great where we have. That'd be great where you guys have to fix your own careers. Oh, that would be fantastic. Well, I mean, <laughs> we should do a Patreon, actually, Chris. You and I should just fix each other and then watch how we can see what ship actually is, right? See how mad we and can watch each the other. podcast yeah. end. Yeah. Um, all right, Chris, I guess the floor is yours. Wow. Angelina Jolie. Does this, does this mean you're fixing them separately? I am going to fix them separately because this is what I think. I, coming into this, I thought they need to like not get back together, but like be together all the time. But I actually think they hate each other. So I don't want that for either yeah. of them, mainly her physically. Like I don't want her to be in his, in his wake. Mm -hmm. Um, So uh, Brad Pitt, you don't need, to, you just do what you do. I have zero notes for Brad Pitt because he is already impervious to anything that we do. Like, <laughs> He just showed up somewhere and people were having a mental breakdown that he was alive. So yeah. what do I need to do? I don't think anything. He'll be in some stupid ass fucking movie that gets nominated for 95 Oscars and is four and a half hours long and about nothing that we're all going to watch in two years. So he's good to go. I want Angelina Jolie to do a series of documentaries on a streaming service where every episode she is highlighting one of her causes. She doesn't want to be an actor anymore. And she doesn't really give a fuck about anything. And she does Maleficent <laughs> four because she needs to again, pay for all of her kids private schooling because Brad is an alcoholic and is a deadbeat father. And so she, who you have zero notes for, I might add, yeah. go on. No, I mean, I don't need, <laughs> Um, I think that she needs to do a series. Like, I want to see her in a caravan in Africa saving the elephants. And I want to see her. I think it's really the, because she talks about all the charities. We've yet to see her at the charities. Like, I want like a 10 part docuseries where you see like, holy fucking shit. She is straight up like, like helicoptering on top of poachers and like destroying them and like getting them caught like i want to see her like going to do aid in a country and like truly you see her like organizing a relief effort i want to see you know all these charities that she talks about like i want to see her doing them and it's just 10 straight solid episodes of her being like the only person trying to save the world because I think that by if we she does that, she can get like one little bit of respect from people and like maybe not just be a homewrecker. But I don't know. Maybe not. Mm. But that's the best. She doesn't want to act. So I was going to say be a movie star again, but she doesn't want to be a movie star. And I don't even know if I really want her to be a movie star. So that is my pitch. Brad Pitt, deadbeat dad, 
uh, child abuser, infidel. I also have zero notes, even with all those negative qualities, because <laughs> serial you, killer. You uh, passed Dominic, the test. I, you, you're beautiful and sinless as a result. I don't know what to say. I'm looking at photos of you right now. This person is the very definition of charm. I don't care what he does. We as a society will never not be in love with someone this physically beautiful who every role he plays, every time he's in public, it's this effortless cool. He is who we all want to be. He's just Mm -hmm. that person. Mm -hmm. And until he actually does commit murder, and even after that, we're just going to be in love with him. I I don't, I feel terrible. I feel misogynist. I feel irresponsible, but that's just who this guy is. It's simply the fact. It's just, he's, he's the most beautiful person maybe who's ever walked the earth. If you have a chance to see, I believe it's 1991, the movie, a river runs through it with him and Tom Skerritt and Brenda. I, I'm, I mean, you are looking at, Absolute perfection at the peak of his physical perfection. You will fall. Is this the one where he was wearing that cowboy hat and like no shirt? That's Legends no, that's, of the that's Fall. And Louise. No, oh, or, that's or Thelma and Louise. No, that's Thelma and Louise. Yes, 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 yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. Well, but also, Dominic, I want to point out that movie was directed by Robert Redford, and Robert Ooh, Redford and Brad Pitt are very compared ringer. a lot because Robert Redford was so beautiful at, yep. the, you know, up until, like, up until his, like, 70s, and then Robert Redford just became complete leather. Um, right. And, right. you know, that's, that, I mean, that's the only, by the way, the only way Brad Pitt will, like, once Brad Pitt gets to that old Robert Redford age where people will start being like, wait, a sec you know like he's not as good looking and it's making me think about all the bad things he's done in his life maybe i he's never gonna get there old people in hollywood don't wrinkle anymore this is the redford's the last these movie stars look i'm looking at a recent picture of brad pitt and although he's not wrinkle free he's supposed to have more wrinkles at 60 than he yeah did. it's and ridiculous he's, he's never I gonna have more not. wrinkles than brad pitt he's i mean it never forget. absolutely sorry beautiful. To interrupt, but not never forget like the Fight Club movie poster that like every person in college had on their wall. Like, are you kidding me? No, it turned people gay. Yeah, <laughs> it literally turned men gay. Just the image, yeah. not even the movie, just the image. These are hard people to fix because I don't know that their image will ever. No, it be. is. It was, it's, it's, it's very difficult. So I'm going to fix them together very simply. And my pitch is a one year contract. Brad and Angelina as George and Martha on Broadway in Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf, the end. And that is it. Just like when Bette Midler did it, you were like, holy shit, she's finally on Broadway in the dream role. It was one year in and out. Do the same thing. They will be the cause celeb for a full year. My only alternate idea is if it turns out that as does happen sometimes with movie stars on Broadway, you're like, wow, they really don't have any talent. If they wanted to remake uh, the Kathleen Turner, Michael Douglas film War of the roses, I would take that as a second, um, as a second place. Prize. Oh, I thought you were going to say romancing that. the stone. I was like, Oh, wow. <laughs> I mean, that would be cute. I like War of the roses just because it's about a divorcing couple that ends up killing each other. I don't know. Maybe this time they'll be in a movie together that is their lives. It'll be Girl Interrupted meets Benjamin Button. And that's it. I'm sorry it had to be so circus, but I just don't I don't wow. know if they're gonna change. You've well, never had an option B pitch, also. <laughs> that's well, they're no. sort of the same flavor. I need them to play <laughs> just I need them to play a screaming couple. I was gonna really fuck around and say they should be in on Golden Pond, but no one would buy it. <laughs> Even though they're 
literally almost at the age where they could be in on Golden yeah, Pond now. Yeah, true. Wait, did wait, did you say literally? I did. Oh, Ryan, sure did. this is our Amazing. signature word. Yes. Amazing. We, okay. I, I apologize sure, we haven't said it before. Just want to make sure Riverside was working for me. Um uh I okay. I have a reason why I'm not going with this person is that Chris, unfortunately, <laughs> your pitch is kind of already happening. Is that she is not signed on to host, but she is producing a refugee sports documentary right now called We Dare to Dream that was pitched, uh, that it was actually, you know, in December, the press release went out for this. So she has started to put her name on, yet not hosting. But the, my fear I know, is with your- That's the problem. My, my fear that's is with your the pitch. Problem. My, yeah. But my fear is nobody cares. Nobody cares. Like the fact that I had to go look this up, nobody but cares. She, it's not exciting in any sort of way. Because we're not seeing her on camera. If you were watching her doing it, you would be like over the moon. But you still need something to get us to watch it. Why am I going to watch her? Angelina Jolie is not enough. The no, answer might be no. Not at this point. Okay. Not at this point. Not for me. I mean, like, okay. if you have the right, pro if you have salt too, I'll go see salt too. I'll oh, go see. God. God I, uh, <laughs> what a, no, what a like, terrible okay. movie. I loved salt. No, I loved yeah. it. It was I so loved but, dumb. But you know what, what I'm saying? If you're playing in the sandbox that is today's pop culture, you do yeah. like that. I, I mean, I, I think already, you know, when Angelina Jolie's, you know, whenever she goes up to the uh, the big old box office in the sky, you're going to see all of this amazing work that she's done presented in a much different way. And I almost feel like in afterlife, she's going to take on a second life that we is going to kind of absolve her a lot of these. But I would say Dominic's ideas are so much more fun in that sense. But also with the whole thing is like, I kept thinking that I wanted to pitch this third idea of like, I don't believe Angelina Jolie has any fun. She does not seem like a fun person. No, she does not no, seem like somebody doesn't. who could joke. She doesn't. She, you know, even if she smiles, it's like kind of this rare, you know, occurrence. And she doesn't associate with kind of fun things. And I know that's very remedial, but like, my God, like we need to show that she has an amazing sense of humor in some way. Like, even if you were going to actually produce a movie on the Brad and Angelina romance, but in a comedic look, like she needs to make peace with Brad and Angelina as yeah. a, she needs to make peace with the Brangelina myth. She needs to make peace with it and almost be able to joke about it at a certain point. Unfortunately with uh, potential domestic abuse and things like that, I don't know if it's ever at a point where you can find it funny. Right. It's so well, sad that she's the one that has to get through. It's just so sad. <laughs> like most yeah. mothers, she's not going to smile again until those little bastards have apartments of their own. So it's going to be about 15 years probably until she can, have a life and a smile and go settle back down to the with weekend. her brother. <laughs> I know, literally. literally. <laughs> it's, and it's so sad. It's so sad because it's like she truly does like want to save the world. Even though, even yes. if she's a fucking right. nutcase psychopath, she really does believe that like she wants yes. to use her fame for good. Mm. And that's like one of the only people that wants to do so. And like, it's just so sad that like the whole world just like takes a huge shit on her every day. Well, she wants to fight famine. She wants to like, yes. I mean, like, the, like you know, such amazing work, but we do get hung up like celebrity. Like I, I always think with America, pop culture is our greatest export and you do not. Yeah, true. 
you do not hurt our heroes, you know, like, and for some reason we've got it ensconced that Angelina Jolie is the bad guy in this situation. I think we are under this impression that she still is this bad guy. A woman scorned. That's who you always it's, side with. And there's I know. Literally, it's, literally, Dominic. Literally. Yes, yeah. It wouldn't matter. You could find out that Jennifer Aniston used to beat the shit out of Brad Pitt and you just wouldn't care. You would just Actually, say, she, she did. I did hear she, that she did do that. Oh, God, I wish. Is that no, true? I'm joking. I'm joking. God <laughs> damn it. Oh, my God. Did <laughs> you? Um, but yeah, you, 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 everyone will always side with her forever. Yeah. Jennifer, yeah. I don't know that there's anything. If, if, if Angelina only all the work she did forming an orphanage, saving animals and humans across the globe and all anyone's going to care about is that she broke up. What were they called? Brennifer? Nothing. They didn't have a name. They that didn't. was pre names. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. That's right. Because they were before Benifer, Brad and Jess. Yes. yes. And it's funny because the episode of Friends that he does with her, he hates her. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Right. Like in the episode, he like hates her. And it's so funny because it was like they were together and they were like the hottest couple in the world. It's crazy. I could talk about Friends all day. Anyway, Dominic, beautiful win again. I didn't think you were going theater. You have pitched similar to this before and you always win with it. I should learn this. But I didn't. I did not think you were going theater and that it is a beautiful I, I love a road show, but I kept them on Broadway yes. because I want I want people to return to the theater. No, they can't be touring. Are you kidding me? What are they, they? Pieces of white trash. Can you imagine <laughs> like someone going to Central? Con it's, Brad and Jen. Uh, Brad. Oh my God! You see what I did there? Yeah. <gasps> mm -hmm. That's the story. And then one night, Angelina falls ill with a mild case of COVID nineteen, and the only person to take her place on stage is Jennifer Aniston, who had the oh. play memorized. Could you imagine the audience reaction? The audience reaction. <laughs> it would. It, it would. Big Bang Theory. Oh, my erection. We've got to make this happen. We've got to do it. <laughs> oh, God. Dominic, congratulations. Ryan, thank you, thank you so much for being with us. Thank you. Um, this was a true joy. I, I really, honestly. For us, too. Honored to have you here. You are slaying in all ways. We uh, Sorry if I over-talked. I get really, I over-talk when I get really excited about something. But this was a very exciting topic. And you guys are so good at this. This was just truly a joy. So thank you. Oh, my gosh. You're, it's okay. I, I, we Dominic were about to apologize for if we didn't yeah. let you talk, actually, which is usually yeah. what happens. So <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Dominic and I just talk at each other at the exact same time the whole it's time. A fight. <laughs> it's a, just a fight. Fixing famous um, people nation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you sounded a little bit too much like someone that could host the bachelor whenever you said that. Yeah. yeah. Um, Ryan, Dominic, uh, Chris really came at you today's episode. How are you feeling? About <laughs> you really do sound like Chris Harrison there. You really do. Yeah. Ryan, where can people find you? Uh, the show is called So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey. We just signed uh, Betches like a couple months ago. And so go take a listen. We have tons of interviews, tons of reality show stuff, pop culture. So just pick and choose. There's plenty to choose from. You don't have to listen to everything. Just hit, you know, do whatever hits your fancy. And then we have a YouTube channel, So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey, and the Instagram account where I just do a lot of silly memes. So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey and uh, patreon.com forward slash So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey if you want even more than that. Woo! Amazing. Dominic, where can people find you? Uh, the website's dominantary.com. The at is Dominic Pupa, or just find me on the Fixing Famous People Insta page and link up with me from there. Chris, what about you? 
Where can people find you? You can find me at the Chris DeRosa. You can find the show at Fixing Famous People. You can find the Patreon at patreon.com slash fixing famous people. We got a lot of stuff coming down the pike, so get ready. Um, I wish you both well. And as always, where's Shelly? Goodbye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.